Welcome to Noir Talk, the conversational cipher discussing all things ownership, wellness, and balance. Sponsored by Noir Bud, Black-owned luxury CBD brand. I'm your host, Carolyn Gray. And today, our guest is none other than my lovely significant other, Carlos Gaviria, president and principal broker of Insta Homes Realty, which is located here in New York. Welcome to the show, babe. Thank you for having me. <laughs> How are you really feeling today? I'm feeling good. Good, feeling blessed and thankful, mm-hmm. thankful to be here with you and, uh, you know, sitting here with you while you're doing your, your podcast <laughs> and your baby that you're nurturing and growing yeah. with Noir Buds. So Thank I'm thankful you. and happy. Thank you for committing to it. <laughs> um, so I kind of want you to toot your own horn a little bit and tell everyone about your role at Insta Homes and what your mission is with the brand. My role? Uh I'm the admin, office manager. I do the hiring, the recruiting. All the things. I do all the things as of now. But, I mean, historically, I, I, I worked in real estate now for since 2011, so for about nine years. Um, yeah, and before that, I did mortgages for about from 2002 to 2010. You know, stay with it, you know, in the beginning of the collapse and during the collapse and then made the transition to real estate. What collapse? What are you talking about? A 2008 market oh. crash. Yeah, I was out there trying to get a job, so <laughs> I know I was collapsing. Okay, yeah. go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, yes, I've been in the industry since 2002, so about 18, 19 years now. Mm-hmm. Um, and my mission with Insta Homes is uh, to add value to people's lives. You know, um, you know, help people understand the value of in making real estate investments because mm-hmm. it is uh, the leading investment that um, creates millionaires, right? So, you know, I'm happy to be in an industry where, you know, I can create those opportunities. And my mission is to always help, you know, those who don't have the, the resources and the knowledge, you know, to know about home ownership and providing them the opportunity. Yeah. So. And how long have you had Insta Homes? Uh well, it's been licensed since, actually, we just made one year. Oh, congratulations. This, thank you. <laughs> uh, it's been in operation since October of 2019. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, this could be before or after you owning Insta Homes, but what was something that happened during your career, whether it was mortgage, real estate, now this, ownership, that knocked you down so badly and how did you get back up from it? Um, I think, you know, looking back on my career, you know, I'm a, you know, a lot of the knockdowns came from, uh, I think, me just, uh, you know, putting the trust in the hands of the wrong people, mm. right? You know, um, you know, just moving blindly in certain situations and not really understanding, you know, is it the right situation for me, mm. you know, um, and yeah, I mean that 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 was my biggest challenge is always you know putting the faith in those people, and also, um, you know, the biggest one of the bigger knockdowns of my life was obviously the recession and not having uh, you know the hindsight to see you know all those adjustable rate mortgages that <laughs> that I was writing mm-hmm. eventually lead. Oh, to you was just giving mortgages left and right. Oh uh, yeah, well that was the time. I mean, you know, and we had a president in office that really didn't regulate the business and allowed a 20-year-old kid to come in and make six figures, you know? So, um, you know, not knowing how to act, you know, when, when I made the money, um, you know, being 
not as responsible, not making investments like I should have made. Um, so, I mean, you know, in my career, I mean, I've had various knockdowns, you know, uh, you know, starting from, you know, things that I could have controlled, couldn't have controlled. Um, but how do I get back up? I mean, by faith and belief, mm-hmm. you know, myself is saying like, you know, you just got dusted off and just and just find a way to recreate yourself or and reapproach situations. Mm-hmm. You know, understanding that being successful in the path and journey you're trying to be successful is not going to come easy. You know, um, understanding that failures are it's a part of success, and I have to, you know, take those moments in as much as I take in the victories. You know, and 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 finding the strength within, you know, to get back up because mm-hmm. you know, it's tough definitely been tough there's been moments where i wanted to give up and just say fuck this shit you know let me just you know (laughs) get in my car drive out of state you know relocate and just start fresh but when no one knows my name (laughs) exactly right (laughs) but i would just know that i always have hustle you know i know i have a skill set i oh you know you know i think you know having a faith is what really in myself you know you must have a lot of faith because someone like me i have a lot of faith too, but I'm not so big on taking risk. And for somebody who's been knocked down several times, you know, depending on the person or not reinvesting money, you know, smartly, you got back up every time and still took risk. How do you keep taking risk? Like, how are you not scared? That's so cool. I think after you, you, you take a few L's, you don't get scared anymore. Mm. You know, you just become numb to it a little bit. And you're like, not that you get used to losing, but when it happens, you're like not as stressed anymore. It, a it, gem. it doesn't hurt as much after the first one, the second one. You're like, oh, okay. And, you know, you take the, you know, you take the emotional factor out of it. Then you start looking back on the situations logically, you know, and you start looking at it like, okay, well, I'm mad this happened. I'm mad at all. You know, it turned out this way and I'm stressed and I'm panicking and I'm having all these anxieties. But I'm not really, you know, I'm putting too much effort and emphasis on the emotional aspect of it and not looking at it logically to understand, like, all right, well, why did the situation turn out this way? Mm-hmm. You know, what what role did you have in it and what role did the other people, the other party have in it? Right. Because this, you know, and, and when you think about it that way and you, when you assess the situation from that perspective, you know, you find yourself taking accountability. Mm. You know, when you take accountability, you look at situations like, well, you know, in particular, well, this one fucked me on money. He said I was going to get this, or this one stole this and stole that. And I look back on it, and, and for, for a long time, you know, I was dealing with the emotional uh, reaction from the whole situations that, you know, it was counterproductive, you know, but then I, I changed the perspective and I say, like, listen, man, man the fuck up. You know, you dropped the ball. You made a mistake. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, yeah, someone stole from me. Yes, yeah, someone did that from me. But how could you have handled that better? You know, what can you learn from that? And how can you handle any situation in the future better when those opportunities present itself again. Okay, so I have a quick question. If you feel like you can disclose, mm-hmm. how much money have you lost? Like, what was the biggest loss financially? Uh, well, I think, I mean, the first loss, <laughs> the first loss was, you know, it's hard for me to say I took this whole loss entirely, but I would say I did a transaction with someone who I um, was a partner in the situation. Mm-hmm. And he had his own legal problems in his whole situation. Um, and when we sold the property, we netted 
$236,000 from the transaction. And, you know, and this man was desperate in a bad situation that when we were waiting for the funds to clear, because the funds were wired into the account from the sale, um, you know, this guy was in a parking lot of the bank refreshing every, like, minute. Shady. Just waiting for the wire to hit. And the moment the wire hit, he just went back and he went into the bank and wired out all the funds in. And did you go to jail? Because I would have. You know, for me, I was, what, um, at the time, what, 27 years old? So, you know, it was tough, you know, to deal with that at that age because it's like, you know, again, and, and I look at it like as a gift and a curse because it was a bad situation, but I think, you know, that happened to, for me to learn humbleness. Mm. I think if I would have hit that lick and I just would have kept on going and going, mm. I would have been more reckless, right? So even though that's a tough loss, a tough lesson to learn, um, you know, it, it, it's something that, um, you know, was very challenging. And I just had to, uh, you know, take accountability and like, all right, how could I prevent that? And, and in that situation, it's tough to prevent. Mm-hmm. It's tough to prevent. I mean, how can you prevent someone from, you know, waiting in a parking lot, just refreshing it? And it's supposed to be a partnership and, you're, and you both have access to a bank account. But, you know, just, you know, just understanding, you know, you know, what I learned from that is better judgment of character. Mm-hmm. You know, just not, not just being so naive yeah. and gullible when I meet people. I mean, you kept going. And, you know, through the years, you've been dealing with ebbs and flows, <laughs> right. lows and highs. You know, as a business owner, it's so important to stay balanced mentally. Right. Because um, some days will be dark. Right. And... You don't know when it's going to be light again. Mm-hmm. How do you stay balanced? Like, what kind of therapeutic practices do you have? So even if you have a really bad day or an investment goes wrong or someone's really shady, like this right. $236,000, I don't right. know how you didn't go to jail, but um, how do you stay in touch with your core? Um. Well, staying in, you know, staying uh, active, mm-hmm. you know, staying active, um, you know, I, I always, I mean, before COVID happened, you know, I always made it a priority to play basketball mm-hmm. a couple of days out the week, you know, mm-hmm. just the, that's always a great way for me to exude any stress, any anxieties mm-hmm. I'm feeling it. You go into mamba mode. Go into, yeah, get oh, mamba okay. activated, you know, do what I do, mm-hmm. you know, mamba activated, you know, um, <laughs> And, you know, listen, you know, I, I you know, that was a routine, but, you know, uh, marijuana. Okay. You know? A little bit of cannabis. Yeah, a little bit of cannabis helps, you okay. know, no worry, bud. Well, THC with the CBD. That definitely helps with the anxiety. And, and um, you know, now I, I began, you know, doing my, uh, my own therapy. I signed up and I'm working with a, a life coach. And how do you feel about that? Because I feel like in, you know, black and brown communities, especially men, mm-hmm. it is so taught to just hold it all in or be the provider or be the person that has no emotions or feelings. And right. there's no need to tap into traumas or feelings. Like, how has that experience been for you um, going into therapy? You know, I, you know, going into that, I didn't realize how much... I was carrying until I started, you know, engaging with someone that was asking me questions, mm-hmm. um, you know, to become more familiar with me. Um, and, you know, at first it was, you know, it was difficult. You know, it was like, 
shit, you know, I, I had to talk about things that I don't normally don't talk about, mm-hmm. you know, and and things that I know are there that affect me, but just love them, you know, never just try to get to the source and core of it. Like, why is that there? Why does that feeling make me feel that way whenever that's brought up or whenever I think about this, right? Mm. And, you know, for me, it was like, definitely, like, after doing a session, I just feel like, all right, I need the day. I need to take the day for myself. And like It drains you. You know, and just like, mm. because, you know, again, you know, I come from a, a mindset where, you know, you don't talk, like, you don't talk about feelings. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not, we're not, you know, expressive about it. I wasn't expressive about it. It, it felt like a cleansing anytime you had a session. Yeah, I mean, it does. Yeah, absolutely. It does feel like a cleansing. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, now after the first couple of sessions, which I think were like the rougher ones to like really tap into certain things, mm-hmm. I feel like now after I do it, it's it's like uplifting. Mm. You know, it's like, you know, you go through that, that the nitty gritty part of who you are and where you come from and what it's, what's, ha- what's affected you, um, you know, learn how, learning how to truly forgive. You know, mm. I feel like I've, I've forgiven a lot of my wrongdoers and people that have hurt me, but, you know, there was other people that are important in my life that I really, really didn't realize that I needed to f- forgive them as well. Mm. And, you know, that was, uh, it, it was, it's, it's, it sounds like such a plot twist. <laughs> yeah, it's an uncomfortable place for a lot of people in the beginning. I mean, it's very uncomfortable in the beginning, but, you know, you, 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 you got to work through it. And what's, you know, I feel like every time I have a therapy session, um, I come out with like a few gems, right. you know, to kind of lead my week. Like what's right. the latest gem your life coaches dropped on you or something that you realize about yourself? Uh, well, my resilience, I would say, is the gem that he made me um, acknowledge about myself, which I wasn't giving myself credit for. Mm-hmm. As you know, like you said, being being knocked down so many times and still getting back up and like, I put my hands up again, ready to give it another round. Right. So, um, you know, that, but I think, you know, the gem that he's got me, you know, you know, working on it, and I'm trying to figure out, like, the answer to this question, like, what is um, Carlos, you know, my, my true purpose? Mm. You know, is it just business? You know, is it just, you know, being successful and making money, you know, what is it that, you know, what's my true purpose for living? You know, because it just seems like, um, it feels like, you know, I'm only living to try to be successful and, and make as much money as possible, but it can't be all about that. You know, I have, I got to have a greater purpose. Mm-hmm. And what does that look like? What is that? What does that look like? Yeah, that's a real big journey. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's tough, you know. Um, I, I think, you know, trying to reprogram myself into thinking differently, you know, mm-hmm. coming from a single parent household, you know, having to be the man of the house and being a provider and, you know, just, just growing up with, with all that responsibility, you know, it's just, I never took the time out to actually be human. I feel like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I feel like I've been just straight hustle business, hustle business and like an occasional good time here and there, mm-hmm. you know? So, you know, I can't, I don't want to live, you know, only get one time here. So I guess he's just trying to make me understand that, you know, you only live one life and what's your greater purpose? What's that? Mm-hmm. You know, it can't just be about money. You got to think about, you know, what, what keeps you centered, what motivates you. 
I mean, well, that being said, you know, looking at, you know, how we started the conversations, like you are a business owner, this is how you keep going. But then also now we're tapping into a space of therapeutic healing, Mm -hmm. you know, and with that combination now coming into your life as a business owner, what is a generational curse that you are looking to break that you've realized, you know, recently through this healing? What's something that you are focused on breaking, whether it's your family or other families like yours? A generational curse, I think. Um, it's a really deep question. It's tough because there's so many. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! No, you're you know, right though. <laughs> you know, there's so many curses that we have, oh. that we placed amongst each other systematically you know? too. Systematically, mm-hmm. that you know that. Um, I I think you know believing believing in yourself. Number one, and also believing in others. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I think as parents, we got to believe in our kids. Yes. You know, and not pass on their generational curses of being laborers and just being workers, right? I, I think. Yeah, I, I think I would like to see, you know, more of our, more people of color, you know, understand, um, you know, investments uh, in real estate, mm-hmm. stocks, right? Um you know, businesses, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and, and, and just, you know, and just and just having that faith that we can do it, mm. right? And being happy for one another, too. Yeah, and, and, not, and not just <laughs> believing in yourself. It's good to believe in yourself, but listen, if you see someone else, and I and I spread love all the time. I spread faith and believe mm-hmm. in other people all the time. If you're an entrepreneur and you're trying to do, you're trying to get to it, you know, I'm not a hater. I'm going to support you. I'm going to learn more about it. I mm. want to understand what you're doing. And just like, all right, cool, show love if I can, right? But, you know, I think that's necessary. I think we got to believe not just in yourself, but we got to believe in other people too and just not be so quick to knock each other off. Like, oh, you're doing that now? Like, mm. you know, people, you know, you're going to have some people that are going to be supportive of what you're doing with this. And you're going to have other people like, oh, Carolyn's trying to do too much. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's trying to do a podcast oh, trying now. to do too much. Right? Yeah. I have a lot of time, but not a lot of time <laughs> at the same time. Yeah, but you know, and 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 that's and I want to change that generational curse of just like, you know, mm. supporting each other a little bit better. Yeah, and boxing each other in is not cool. Right. Like, why not? So, what's one thing that our listeners should take away from this conversation if they're looking to get into real estate or owning their own business? What is something that you want them to know to just keep focus or you know to have balance with? Uh yourself you know balance yourself be easy on yourself you know um success does not come easily does not come quickly does not come overnight Mm-mm. you know um and just be patient with your process i will say you definitely even before that question in life in general since i've known you you've always been that type of person to spread that message because so many times within my realm of business i wanted to quit so many times and you kept telling me don't quit you never know it's gonna pop off just keep going yeah and and that and that's imperative and that's important to have that um as a part of your mindset you know to um let's just keep on going no matter what you know and understand that like life has you know as you get older you learn that uh life teaches you there's good days and bad days Mm mm-hmm don't let the bad days overpower the good days. You know what I'm saying? Don't let the bad experience over overwhelm a positive outcome. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, just deal with it, charge it to the game, and 
and you move on. You dropped some major <laughs> gems tonight, babe. Wow. Uh, <sighs> I'm lucky. I really am. <laughs> well, I want to thank you for your time. And I really appreciate the word that you gave us tonight because that, yeah, I know your brain always is working and moving (laughs) and like you always like a ray of sunshine. But to put it in these ways, like it's definitely a blessing. So you feeling blessed. You done blessed us tonight, right? (laughs) Yes, baby. All right. Well, thank you so much. All right. Thank you for having me. All right.